Hello, everyone. This is Harold Buchanan, and I'm joined by my friend Volko Runka. How are we doing, Volko? I'm doing great. Hi, Harold. So Volko and I are both board members of the Zenobia Award, and we're coming to the close of a year-long process where we've selected three winners. And I thought it would be a good place to start to tell you a little bit about the award, the goals, and where we are so far. The Zenobia Award is a competition among submitted historical tabletop game prototypes by designers from underrepresented groups with mentoring and industry exposure available to, selected, to selectees and cash prizes and industry access benefits to the winners. The goal is to attract and reward more diverse design talent in order to improve historical tabletop game design and participation and to diversify the historical topics that we simulate in uh, published hobby board games. Now the process uh, has been over 11 months and included originally in excess of 150 applicants, which turned into 46 proposals, which was drawn down to the eight finalists in the process. A group of 14 finals judges played and ranked each of the eight finalist prototypes. The Zenobia board and judges met after that and discussed who those winners would be. And it was a very close vote. Volko, would you like to recap those eight finalists? Sure, Harold, thanks. So the eight uh, designs and designers that entered the final round um, uh, vying for winners are as follows, and these are listed uh, just alphabetically by title. The, the first game is From Darkness to Light by Sharia Ayuandini. And in this game, you manage schools who are educating and graduating girls in Indonesia to become politicians and fighters and patrons and to struggle for the independence of the country from colonialism. The next game is Liberation Haiti by Damon Stone. In this game, you play as enslaved Africans who are fighting for abolition and equality against the colonial government in Haiti, as well as against slave owners, militia forces. The next game is Molly House by Joseph Kelly. In this game, you play queers who are meeting in secret in London's Molly Houses in the early 18th century and trying to create joy while facing arrest and informants from the Societies for the Reformation of Manners. The next game is Orange Shall Overcome by Marcel Curler. In this game, you play real world members of the resistance who must team up against the German occupation of the Netherlands in World War II. The next game is The Season by Lauren Eno. Here you play a landed gentry family during England's Regency era managing the activities and education of your household's young ladies um, who will marry and then have to be successful in running the households that they join. The next game is Tyranny of Blood by Akar Bharavaj. Uh, in this game, you explore the Indian caste system under British colonialism as the British first uh, conquer uh, India, and then the Indian society rebels and wins its independence, all as the various Indian castes maneuver against one another. The next uh, finalist is Winye Kause by Alison Collins. 
In this game, you play as historians who are arguing over the function of the Machu Picchu site in Peru and trying to publish and advance their own interpretations of what this enigmatic site um, was for. And finally, the last finalist, the game Winter Rabbit by Will Thompson. In Winter Rabbit, players explore pre-Columbian Cherokee village and its economic system as told through the traditions of Cherokee lore. And those were the eight finalists who had a chance to refine their prototypes and who the 14 judges in Zenobia uh, had to select among the three winners that we're going to announce now. And now we're going to announce the three winners of the Zenobia Award. First, the Zenobia Award winner for third place is Winye Kause by Allison Collins. So Winye Kause uh, to me is just an extraordinary uh, concept for a game because you learn not only about history, but you learn about the, the making of history and how uh, personal ambitions of, of researchers and archeologists um, both drive forward and potentially corrupt how we, how we understand um, what was happening at a site like Machu Picchu. So here's what uh, another judge, not me, wrote about Winye Kause. Beautifully presented game and one that offers more than a single view of the theme and setting. It allows players to compete or cooperate over different levels of gameplay, interpretations, publishing and tenure, and ecological impact of research, which all inform and educate about the history of Machu Picchu. So, um, Harold, uh, you, you know, you and I got to play uh, uh, Winye Kause with, with the designer, Allison. But I don't know if you know, I also um, got to play this game with one of our Zenobia colleagues who is a professional historian. And uh, in fact, one of his specialties is uh, indigenous cultures of uh, Mexico and South America. And so when we played the game, he said for him, it was just like uh, in his career when he's trying to, um, trying to publish um, and, and achieve tenure. And uh, he is actually of one of the uh, schools represented in the game of thinking about interpreting Machu Picchu. He's of the religious site school. So this hundred year history in the game of trying to determine uh, Machu Picchu site. Well, it's, it's still going on. Uh, even today, there are still competing schools um, as captured in the game. And in the game, you, uh, you have to um, publish your evidence uh, in various um, real life uh, journals that, that come up their cards. And so we flipped the first card to this, to one of these Latin American history journals and he, and, uh, and, uh, and my opponent said, oh, yeah, I've, I've written for that journal in, in real life. And the second one, he said, oh, yeah, I've written for that one as well. So, uh, so I had, to, I had to, um, the, the, the fun of, of playing with this with actual real life uh, participant in what the game is about. Um, it's, it's really, um, it, it's, it's, it's really a, I think, an amazing um, idea in terms of um, just looking at in, uh, specifically how history is made, but also generally uh, the scientific method, how is it um, uh, applied or, or perverted, and how that matters for what we think about our own past. It's a wonderfully creative look at, uh, at history that's different than anything I've ever seen. The Zenobia Award for second place is for Winter Rabbit by Will Thompson. 
So winter rabbit is, uh, you know, for us at least, another really um, uh, fresh and different take on how to tell the the history of a of a different uh, setting, and in this case, uh, indigenous uh, peoples culture. So here's what uh, one finals judge wrote about it. Winter rabbit and its concept of the four C game, conservation, cultivation, continuation, and competition, that's as opposed to the four X, is just so compelling and baked into every element of the mechanics. The game is focused on said collection and resource gathering, but with such a narrative angle that it makes the mechanics feel secondary to the story being told. Another judge wrote, the design does an outstanding job of incorporating the historical setting into the mechanisms and gameplay, and it does so in an exciting and fresh way. Instead of concerning itself with history as I typically think of it, it uses the Cherokee concept of oral tradition to set the stage for the game. Game components feature rich narrative elements that further this integration. Now we can tell from what those judges wrote um, what was true of everybody um, I talked about it. Every, uh, all of us who played Winter Rabbit just fell in love with, with the gameplay experience. But on top of that, we have this really interesting um, and, and thoughtful take on um, how, to, how to tell and explore history. And it's not the usual um, Western white European take on that. You know, Harold, you mentioned that we had extensive discussion uh, as we selected the winners from these finalists. And I recall a lot of that discussion um, was really qu quite... Um, well, it's just uh, just uh, quite philosophical about you know what is history, uh, how do we tell it? Um, are we you know uh, kind of channeled by our own education and and culture in terms of what history is in, in terms of how we think of how we think of it, and that this game Winter Rabbit um, shows us a way to think about uh, a people's own history using um, stories and traditions. Um, and, and that is just in a very, very different way uh, than, you know, what I might have thought of um, before we endeavored in this contest. So I'm, I'm very proud to um, to see to see Winter Rabbit um, celebrated and to to to, you know, think that the Zenobia Award had something to do with perhaps uh, coaxing this design uh, forward and out into the world. I think people are really going to love it. Agreed. It's a, it's a very unique perspective, Volko. And as much as I enjoy reading coin rule books, uh, <laughs> this rule book was a treat. Uh, and, and I enjoyed reading the rule book as much as playing the game because of the stories told. And uh, you can see more um, of the uh, images and text from the rule book uh, on our website on the Zenobia uh, winners um, page for Winter Rabbit. And now the Zenobia Award winner and first place is Tyranny of Blood by Akar Baradvaj. So let me read you um, first what a couple of judges wrote about Tyranny of Blood, and then I'd like to tell you what I experienced in it. So one judge wrote, this game was easily the most ambitious of any game I reviewed and likely was one of the most ambitious titles I have played in years. The design is far ranging and well executed with an incredible attention to historical details and a system driven approach to working through big problems in design. It was frankly awe-inspiring when it came to both areas of historicity and originality. The second judge wrote, 
We felt this game used its theme in the best way, with lots of detail and focus on the historical aspects built into the mechanics. Also presented in a very clean and easily readable, aesthetically pleasing color-coded way. The cast system mechanics were fascinating and original in their competitive and yet cooperative nature. And we enjoyed trying to outplay the AI colonialists as a team while also trying to play our asymmetric objectives. So uh, this is an extremely uh, rich historical design um, that offers all kinds of play interest and with you know, a lot of different angles going at the same time. And the story it's telling, which stretches from 1700 to 1947, is an India that is made up of jockeying castes who are specialized in different aspects of society. So you have the uh, religious intelligentsia, the warriors, the, the merchants and traders, and the craftspeople and workers. And while all that is going on, the British are arriving and gradually conquering or uh, suborning various Muslim and Hindu princes across India until at some point the Indian people rebel and finally um, win their independence uh, under, under charismatic Indian leadership. And all of that is going, the British are on, in the game, the British are sweeping across the map and then finally um, kicked out. All that is going on while the players are, are not only jockeying for uh, prestige and religious purity for all their subcasts among themselves um, and pursuing their various goals, whether they're economic or military um, or religious, um, but they're also, um, uh, reacting to and, and pursuing influence of different religions, Hindu, Muslim, Christian, secularists, and other religions um, in society. And all these things are all interacting with each other. And what's really amazing about uh, a historical board game like this is think about everything I just listed and how long it took me to say all that. And I haven't really been able to tell you anything about how those dynamics work. I mean, it, it's just an amazing um, complexity. But when you play the game, you get to see it all in action and come away with um, a, a sense of these historical dynamics um, that is it's just, it, just extremely eye-opening and insightful. So to me, Tyranny of Blood um, from, from, from a car, um, exemplifies the power of historical board games as tabletop models of, of, of complex human affairs. Uh, this one just has it all. You know, one of the great things that Akar did uh, on this particular subject was that he captured the, the beautiful asymmetry that is the history. And uh, so it's not slight differences between factions. It's extraordinary differences between factions. And he brings that out throughout the entire game and all of the systems. And it's, um, it's just a fantastic piece. Uh, and, and interesting in that each of these three games that win have tremendous diversity and different strengths and... Um, so, you know, what a fantastic group of winners. I, I'm, so, I'm so proud of this, uh, this trio. 
Uh, I'm proud of all eight finalists and actually of, uh, of, of all the um, designers who stepped forward and um, you know had the had the had the confidence to send in their ideas to essentially a bunch of strangers who would be be judging them and including publicly. So bravo to um, all of our Zenobia contestants and congratulations to our winners. And a special thanks to all of the volunteers, Volko. I count over a hundred people that helped us close this out. So what a great, uh, what a great experience, good fun, great camaraderie. Hopefully we've built something that, uh, that will pay big benefits in the future for all of us with lots of great games. Now, as a reminder, as is posted on our website, the three winners will be receiving cash prizes shortly. And that is $1,000 for the third place uh, winner, $1,500 US for second place, and $5,000 first prize for the first place winner. Uh, in addition, uh, Zenobia volunteers will continue to work with the winners and the finalists uh, as those designers uh, choose in an effort to pair these games with suitable publishers. And uh, I, for one, hope to see um, many, if not all of these uh, finalists hit the commercial market. Well, that's a wrap on the 2021 Znobio Awards. Uh, Volko, I had a great time. I appreciate all of your hard work. It was great working together on this with you and the rest of the board and volunteers. Now, this was a great joy for me too with the volunteers and all of the designers. I've had a fantastic time. Very good. So if you see the Zenobia finalists uh, in social media or anywhere else, give them some words of encouragement. Everyone's done a tremendous job and the results are fantastic. So this is Harold and Volko signing off and we wish you happy gaming. So long. <laughs>